Hello, Expression Radio audience, and I think this is going to air Christmas Day. Wow. So uh, I'm in the studio today wishing everyone a Merry Christmas, and I have my good friend Pam Limley in the studio today wishing everyone a happy holiday as well. Yes, yes, yes. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And just... Happy day. Happy day. (laughs) There you go. That'll cover it all, right? Yeah, so we are in the studio today to have a little chat, a conversation with Carolyn. Candid conversation with Carolyn. Candid. We get the three C's today, (laughs) huh? I think they're all candid for the most part, don't you? Yeah, that's what I like about it. Hmm. Well, let's go back for a second. Um, We have known one another. How long? Uh, I think I determined it might have been about 2003, 2002, 2003. Okay, 20 years. Wow. If it was 2003, this is our 20-year anniversary. It is. Happy anniversary. Isn't that neat? (laughs) It's kind of wild to think that we do go back. Time flies when we're having fun, right? Time is just so fast. Uh I I mean, Christmas is here. Yes, I know. It stuck up on me bad this year. After Christmas comes year end. Yes. And I'm just... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Looking forward to there it. There you go. <laughs> Make that your confession, right? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. 20 years um, that we um, have known each other. Yes. Yeah. Two decades. Mm-hmm. That sounds... I've seen a lot. We have. We really have, haven't we? Mm-hmm. I um, want wanted wanted want pam in the studio today to talk about really uh our not just our history i mean i think we need to establish that for the radio audience but more than anything just to look at you and your life and what all the last 20 years has uh encapsulated uh as you have lived and journeyed through a lot of Things mm-hmm. you know, uh, we have talked before about where you were professionally when we met and where you are now. So let's share that with the radio audience too. Well, um, well just to go back a little further, okay. You know, um, I was born. I was a child of an army soldier, two soldiers if you count my stepmom. So wow. grew up, traveled a lot of places. Um, ended up here in the tri-state area in 1989. And um, have been here ever since. Got married in 95 to Tim. So this year will be 29 years. Wow. In May, it'll be 29 years. We've been together in 29 years now. Um, Hmm. Have um, two wonderful daughters. Yes. Um, Christina is 27. April is 23. Wow. And that just blows my mind. Yes, mine too. And then um, I have four grands, four grandbabies that just are my everything. Malachi is six. Um, Blake Addison is three. Easton Jared is two. <laughs> and Bryce Alice is six months. I have to tease Christina on the radio show, and she's not here to take out for herself, but she took the scripture, be ye fruitful and multiply. <laughs> she is a good mama. That's she really good. is. That's good. She really is. And a career woman. Yes, you know she um, she was a um, 
well, I got PCS at St. Mary's um, full time, mm. and then uh, after she started having kids and. Jared, you know, told us she could stay home if she wanted to, but she works um, at least one shift a month at St. Mary's just to kind of keep her foot in the door and still keep her license going and stuff like that. That's smart. And then she does data entry for me on some clients that I have. Um, But juggling four kids and all their activities now because they're starting to do stuff. Yes. That's a lot. It is a lot. It really is. And April is down south. Yes, but she's looking at possibly moving back. Yay! Lexington area. That's where still she's close. Looking. Yeah. Um, she's homesick. You know, oh. her and Ryan are due to get married in 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, she said they've had the conversation, you know, if they have kids. They don't want to be that far away from, because his parents live here as well. Okay. Um, so, you know, they don't want to be too far away. But Lexington. Yeah. I love Lexington. I do, too. Will she do the same kind of work? Yes, yeah, she's really actually hoping to stay within the same company. Um, she is kind of the interim GM now wow. at the hotel that she's in at Cape Coral. Wow. And um, she's hoping to be able to get either an assistant GM or another GM position when she gets back this way. Wow. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed and pray and do all kind of things we need to do to help see that happen. Yes. Pray for favor. Yeah. Because, you know, two-hour trip to Lexington, it's a two-hour flight to Florida. However, we'd rather be able to jump in the car and go than depend on flights, right? Oh, yeah. Flights are nice, but we wouldn't want it to be our only way to commute to see her. Yeah. So um, the family has grown. I remember the girls, you know, um, being... Not toddlers, but what six and uh, well, April. If it was two, th- tw- if it was two thousand two, April would have been two years old at that point. Isn't that crazy? Two, three years old. Yeah. So we we do have a lot of history together. And when you say you moved here, uh, where did you move here from? Um, the last duty station my dad had before he retired was Germany. So wow. Yeah. So you lived in Germany mm-hmm. and then came. Here, yeah, we. Um, I was actually born in Germany. Wow. Um, lived. I don't in think Calif- I knew that. Yeah, lived in Calif. My dad was stationed in California after I was born, and then we went to Fort Bliss, Texas. Was probably, I was there eight years, and that's where he and my mom separated, and he actually remarried his second wife. Wow. Um, then that's when we went back overseas, and mm. then we came here. We came to this area because his second wife was from here. Um, they divorced and. Um, his third wife, Brenda, was from Huntington. So that's how we kind of gotcha. came across the river and got here. Did you all live on base in all these different places? I have a niece who's uh, married to the Army, so to speak, mm-hmm. and she's lived ma- mostly, I think, on base. It just depended on where we were at. Okay. Um, we were in um, El Paso, Texas, Fort Bliss. We were on base for a few years, and then we ended up renting a house Um off close east. by yeah i think she may have done that too they just moved uh this year back from uh being in hawaii and I, I must say i was there with her at one point the first time she was in hawaii they were stationed there and um that culture is is so incredibly together and her first husband passed away in the service and um, the way the army wives came together 
to support her. I thought we as a church, much less communities, could really learn from how they rally together. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It is something else. It's incredible. And it's not just even that, because I can remember growing up, and if um, during the holidays, if soldiers that were in my dad's battalion or in Margie's platoon, they did not have a place. He, did, My dad did not want anyone sitting in the barracks yes, on a holiday. Yes, yes. So it was nothing for us to have a house full of people and for me to wake up one morning and there just be people laying anywhere in the floor that there was a spot. Yeah. Um, because yeah. he just didn't want them to be alone. Yeah, wow. Wow. So now your Christmases can look like that as well, right? <laughs> it's family, <laughs> yes. but it, it nonetheless. Yeah. My sister usually comes down from Cleveland, um, and all her kids come from various locations, and they <laughs> all converge at Aunt Pam's house. Yeah, I love it. Do you love it? I do. I mean, it can be a lot of work, but gosh, It can, good. and I know eventually it'll probably come to an end because everybody's getting married and having yeah. kids, and Doing you know they have traditions. their own. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, these are good times. We uh, talked briefly prior to the recording about you know discussing some of the specific things in your life and titling the show Perseverance. And when uh, to the audience, you guys, when I think of perseverance, there are some specific people that really come to mind. You know, resilient. Uh, persevering great good good people and your strength over the years as we've grown not only chronologically but mentally spiritually you know emotionally as we have grown your strength your resilience your character your personality there's so much about you that reeks of perseverance resilience strength Uh, there's a a great side of softness to your strength you know I don't want anyone to think that those of us that are strong and resilient are hard strong you know we are rocks but oh there's such a soft vulnerable loving beautiful side to you and I I want people to hear that today as we talk about some of the ways that you would talk about persevering in your life God gave me that word perseverance Um, it would probably be about four and a half five years ago now that long ago Mm -hmm. okay and it was actually um uh, a devotion that I was we were in worship practice one night and we were at that point we were we would alternate everybody would either someone would share a song and someone would share that. a message mm-hmm. and it happened to be my turn <laughs> and I remember just praying God what do I what do I share yes um, and I allowed myself at that particular practice to just kind of be totally vulnerable and I just opened myself up because of the struggles that I have had um, just in married life. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, it's not all cookies and cream, you know, everybody has some type of struggle. Right, right. Um, like I said, Tim and I have been together now 29 years. Mm. May, will be have married, we got married, um, it'll be 29 years. So um, we just, um, 
we've had a lot of roller coasters, mm-hmm. uh, roller coaster of emotions, and just living life. Mm-hmm. And um, there was just a particular point in my life where I just had to trust God and didn't know what that looked like. Uh-huh. And um, talk about vulnerable. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. So it was the just allowing Him to walk out my steps, me taking my hands off of everything, and just saying, "Okay, I can't." I can't do it. I can't fix it. I can't manipulate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so God, just show me what it is that I need to, what steps I need to walk out. And um, that's where he got me. Yeah, thank God he did, right? Because mm-hmm. um, to say that you've been together with this man for 29 years, that's that's um, not only commendable, but it's a beautiful um Journey. It, I mean, it may not have always been beautiful, uh, but ending where you are today, it's it's incredible. One of the very first pe- messages Pastor Kevin ever taught me, and he would probably never know this, is um, stepping stones. Hmm. So many times in life we go through things and they look like roadblocks. Uh-huh. But eventually you get through it and you turn around and you realize what a stepping stone it that's was good. to get you where you are. Yeah, that's really good. So we all have lots of stepping stones in our mm-hmm. life, but you know they can feel at the at the time they can definitely feel like a stepping stone or, or not a stepping stone, but a roadblock. Mm-hmm. They can feel like a block wall, a huge hurdle. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, regardless of what it is, it, you know, a lot of couples are just growing together, coming from different backgrounds and different ways of seeing the world and handling the world, coming together and meshing your backgrounds and your personalities and your way of doing life together is part of, I think, the beauty of relationships and marriage. But it, it we don't it doesn't come with an owner's manual so we have mm-hmm. to figure it out and in figuring it out you can have financial problems you can have uh, illnesses with the children or yourselves there's such a plethora of things that our journeys can entail and we still want to connect and love each other and do these hurdles together and sometimes one of the individuals will jump a hurdle and the other one's still back there trying to figure the hurdle out you know so god really it's like that army obstacle course where people yes. are trying to find climb a wall yes. and you've got people that can just go yes. right over it yes. and you've got the others that are struggling yes and they and, need help and they need help yes yes that is a good example mm-hmm. of uh, our relationships so uh, we're going to talk about your stepping stones a little more in detail when we come back from a short break We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.
Welcome back, everyone. I'm in the studio today with my good friend, Pam Limley. We're talking about resilience, uh, perseverance, Mm -hmm. especially before the break, and uh, particularly in our marriages. Um, I think we individually can definitely talk about and show up for perseverance in life. Everybody has a certain amount uh, some people more so than others. Um, I love how you had mentioned, but I think marriages call for us to uh, see couples all the time in my practice, and everyone, like you had said earlier, deals with something on some level at some time or another uh, in your marriage, even if it's an early, young, immature thing. But um, being able to persevere I don't know how many people do it without God on their side, Uh, but it's funny when you had said that when you took your hands off of it and gave it all to God, um, I'll never forget Martha saying that she did that where I'm concerned, you know, Um, and it seems like when we're able to let go and trust God, things do turn around and I want to kind of get into that just a little bit if you don't care where your perseverance story goes well definitely um we talk about growth Mm -hmm. there's a lot of growth you got I was 19 when I got married wow yes I was young too Tim was 25 wow um so he's six years older than I I. did not realize Mm -hmm. that specifically yeah so um you know, we had our struggles growing up, growing literally, we yes. growing up. Yeah. Um, I was working full time, going to Marshall full time, mm-hmm. having babies, and you know, he was working, trying to make a living. Uh huh. In two thousand, so we got married in ninety five, two thousand eight, two thousand no Thanksgiving of two thousand seven. He went to Iraq as contract labor. Wow, I remember that. And he was that. there through two thousand eight. Yes. And. Um, while there, I mean, he was always one that would, you know, when we first got together, he was going to bars and shooting pool, and he drank. But I think it became a little bit more so when he was overseas. And um, he came back home, and it was still just progressed and mm-hmm. continued to get worse, and um, which ultimately had a toll on our marriage mm-hmm. for years. Um, it was... Um, we lived in the same house for a little while, you know. Uh-huh. Not to say everything was always bad, but there was just a stint. There was a time uh-huh. that we just lived in the same house. Uh-huh. You know, it was hard on the kids, and it was hard on myself. Um, and um, I, re- I remember even coming to you going, I'm feeling this, and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Council that I, you know, different people that I had talked to were going, you can walk away from this. No one mm-hmm. would fault you. You uh-huh. have tried. You have done everything you could. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a choice that he has made. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a problem that he had, mm-hmm. and but he didn't realize it was a problem. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was. Uh, probably about five years ago that things really no I take that back if not six years so we're looking at probably eight years ago things started getting really bad okay and um 2015 yeah okay and um 
he he still continued to drink we um we just struggled uh-huh. I, I i can't even put into words but um it came it got to a point where i just thought okay i gotta walk away i can't i just gotta I, I gotta look out for my kids and i've got to walk away mm-hmm. so we actually um I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> struggling with times and dates now. It's okay. It's um, I I actually seeked counsel and I had divorce papers written up. Wow. Um, because I thought I can't do this. So I was mentally done. Yes. Um, so I had them drawn up and um, but I never could file them. Uh huh. I never got the release to say, okay, here, here is what you need to do from and and like I said, m- months before that, I had said god okay i'm taking my hands off of it you got to do what you need to do it's funny because you're in your flesh or in your mind in your heart you were there mm-hmm. you know yeah. and you did exhibit a lot of patience back in the day and you know everyone that knew you knew that there was patience and a lot of love and so often in people that i see when there's alcohol or drugs, there that's a third party. You know, that is a third party in your marriage. A lot of people can conceptualize that if it's an affair, but it's hard to conceptualize the alcohol as an affair. But you have a third party in your marriage interfering with the connection that you two have and the connection that he needed to have with himself. And it was, uh, and it stems back from when I was, you know, a kid and watched with my dad getting divorced and married. Mm-hmm. When Tim and I got married, I, it was something that I put inside me that this is, I, this is not an option. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think I, I held tight mm-hmm. on that particular um I don't want to idea, idea yes. for myself. Yeah. Um, and maybe it was, you know, someone could have said at the time that that was, that was a detrimental thing that I should have, you know, I should have just thrown that aside. But I think God put that in me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Too often you hear of, of marriages that just don't succeed right now uh-huh. because you've got to really put the work into you it. Do. You now, do. I understand that there's some issues that, you know, it's it, it's hard to get past. Right. Um and I thought this was one. Uh-huh. I thought, okay, I've done it as long as I can. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I people would tell me that I've subject, subjected my kids to this, that it's going to affect them. Um, but you know what? They're in beautiful relationships right now. Uh-huh. Christina has is married to Jared, who loves his children, uh-huh. loves his wife, uh-huh. and takes great cha- care of them. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they too learn how to they have to learn how to work through their issues uh-huh. just like any other one uh-huh. so um back to tim and i um it it got to a point where you know like i said it, we i was ready to just move on mm-hmm. and then um he actually i guess probably hit his rock bottom to where he realized okay i, I need to get help mm-hmm and which is what i had prayed for mm-hmm. i've um been a part of the recovery community so i've seen the different phases, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and um, it, it kind of it was uh, it was it was me almost looking in the mirror in a sense of hey you know this this is what you're dealing with uh-huh. um, 
so he he actually seeked he seeked help, mm-hmm. and um, he started getting he started getting help. Uh-huh. And um, but I was still had my guard up. I still uh, sure um, cautiously hopeful. Yeah. Yes. And still believing that God had something in store. More. Yes. Yeah. I'm um, so glad you did believe that. Yes, because next month will be six years that Gosh. he has been sober. Wow. And we have a whole different life than we did then. In, yeah. Uh-huh. Than we've ever had. Uh-huh. I mean, than we've ever had. I mean, he truly is my best friend. We joke sometimes about, you know, we'd rather just be at the house by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. But um, we enjoy being together and just doing things. And I, I I know it was God's – I know it was the perseverance that he gave me to help get me through each one of those steps that mm. we were – that I was struggling with uh-huh. on, you know, mentally, do I continue to do this? Uh-huh. Um, Point to, to it, there was physical too. Uh-huh. N- not that you know I wasn't beat up or anything, but right. just a shoving kind of thing. Right. Um, and just I'm thankful. I'm thankful that we were able to work through it. Yeah, we were able to just continue and know that God has so much more for us, and that we were going to create a, a, continue our beautiful life together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you get to see the fruit of your lives through the kids and the grandkids, but also the the friendship and the fun that you two get to have as empty nesters now mm-hmm. and best friends. Yes. And tell me, for someone else that's struggling, it may not be alcohol, it may be. It could be bad attitude. What advice would you give to that male or female that's out there and they're just really kind of at their wits end or tired of the struggle maybe they're not at the end yet mm-hmm. but they're definitely tired just just remember what brought you together together um what the happy times were and know that it can always go you know it's a desire of your heart and god's going to honor that um it might not seem like it it's t- the timing is there, mm-hmm. but just trust that God has you in His hands, and He um, knows, you know, the beginning from the end to the end, and yes. um, He He's in it. He's yes. in it. Yeah. And when you think He's not, He He's there. Well, when you kind of threw your hands up and let go of the situation, that wasn't a giving up. No, that was you taking your hands off of it and completely. Handing it to God and saying, "Lord, I believe in your restorative power." I don't want to say I'm a control freak, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) I do like things to you know be a certain way. So you know, if I think I can make it, you know, make it help it along, yeah, push it in that right direction. (laughs) Um, But I just knew that you know, I I tried, I tried for years, Um, and that's when you know. The only option I had left was God. Uh huh. Which was the option. You know, we all have a tendency to put our hands on certain situations, and and there's a trying in that. You know, there's a doing your best, working hard. I love though the intentionality of coming to that quality decision of I can't do this anymore. God, I've I've got to have you weave 
got to have you and your power to restore this thing and even take it beyond restoration and make it new. Yeah. You know. Well, and and to, and and God had to touch Tim. Tim mm-hmm. had to be receptive. So when he was able to get to that point where he knew whether I was in the picture or not, mm-hmm. he needed to better himself. Uh-huh. Um that he was the main priority that was um that he needed to seek with him and God first. Uh-huh. Um, once that happened, I think everything else started falling into place. Yes. Everything yes. fell into place because Tim realized, you know, whether I was in the picture or not, he needed to take care of himself. Had those future stepping stones looked like stepping stones at that point instead of roadblocks? You know, like from that point, the, you still were, were all walking out the stepping stones in one way or another. But at that point, that's what they look like is this step and that step. They didn't seem like roadblocks mm-hmm. like they had before. Just did it, that change. And and from that point it was just fun to get to get to know each other again. Oh yes. Yes. And you were both more fully present and online with yourselves so you could bring more to the table of the marriage. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful story. And we love Tim. Tim, if you listen to this, we are so proud of you and grateful for your stepping stones and where they've led you. If anyone has a question or wants a conversation or help in this area, just reach out to Expression Church Commerce Park, Huntington, West Virginia, and you can ask for myself, Carolyn Collins, or Pam Limley. Love you, audience. Have a good one. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.